You know what one of my favorite features is of social media? The memories. I love when random memories pop up for me to see. For nearly two decades now, we've been posting status updates, photos, and selfies. With all of those posts, pictures, stories, and moments in time captured and put out for the world to see, we have lots of memories. Aren't you thankful for the memories? I love seeing my girls when they were little or times I was with dear friends and family. You see, I take a lot of pictures, like a lot. I love being in the moment, and I guess deep down I wanna capture it and make it last forever, or at least be able to look back and remember it. I find myself, now that my dad has gone to be with Jesus, clinging to the memories. As I dig back through photos, or as a family we're going through things, I hold it all so dear. It keeps him close in a way, I guess. We tell stories and the moments of his life and legacy live on. We remember. I want my girls to remember. I want them to tell stories of their pop to their children. I love how Paul said in Philippians 1.3, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. I as well thank God for the moments and the memories. They can shape who we are and how we live our life. In ancient times, they did not have camera phones or social media, but they told stories and passed those stories and memories down for generations to come. The Bible being one complete story of God's redeeming love for us from Genesis to Revelation is made up of 66 books filled with 236 stories. Out of them all, there is one in particular that Jesus said would not only be remembered, but would be told anywhere the gospel is preached in the world. Do you know what story it is? It caused a bit of a fuss, but to this day, we're still talking about it. Mark 14, 3. While he was in Bethany reclining at the table in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She broke the jar and poured the perfume on his head. Some of those present were saying indignantly to one another, why this waste of perfume? It could have been sold for more than a year's wages and the money given to the poor. And they rebuked her harshly. Leave her alone, said Jesus. Why are you bothering her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you, and you can help them any time you want, but you will not always have me. She did what she could. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare for my burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Jesus was about to be betrayed. He was spending precious time with his disciples and dear friends. And this woman, who we read in John 12, is Mary, the sister of Lazarus. Knowing what Jesus had told them about his death, did what she could. She took what she had in the moment she was given with her Savior and she didn't hold back one ounce. She took this costly aromatic essential oil and poured it freely on Jesus' head and feet. The smell filled the room. There is much we could unpack in this story, but here's what I want you to know today. She gave her all to Jesus. 
And even in the presence of critical disciples, she was only focused on Jesus and this moment of lavish worship. I can't help but think that maybe as the crown of thorns were being put on Jesus' head and the nail was being pounded through his feet, that maybe, just maybe, the aroma of that oil still remained on his skin. Could it be the memory of that moment brought some comfort in the midst of his pain? I don't know. But what I do know is her act of pouring out her love for Jesus in this way is not only one Jesus wants us to remember, it's also her example he wants us to follow. That's the truth. Dig deeper into this story and don't only remember it, live it out today as you follow and give your all to Jesus. I'm Lori Klein.